name is Harrison Wheeler, and this is Technically Speaking, a podcast about the human experience. I feature BIPOC designers, entrepreneurs, and technologists sharing their unique stories of triumph and resilience. Here we are with another trailer and a lot of excitement around that because when there's a trailer, that means there is a new season. I want to give another shout out to Automatic, our sponsor for the next 10 episodes. And if you haven't had the opportunity of tuning into last season, you should definitely check it out because it is unique in so many different ways in terms of the stories. But more importantly, it was recorded live during San Francisco Design Week. So the format was a little bit different. The energy was definitely there. And this was an absolutely huge milestone through everyone that helped produce it from Studio Pod, David Clark, to the participants, uh, to SF Design Week, because we did this all for the first time ever. Like it was a, it was a miracle of production. And so uh, I can't thank you all enough. I can't thank the listeners. And again, if you haven't had an opportunity, check it out. Uh, it's really a unique experience that I hope we hope to repeat at some point in the near future. Looking forward, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. As you know, in the podcast world, ratings and comments mean so much. And first off, I'd like to thank everyone who's shown me love uh, on the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. It means so much. It totally makes my day. And um, moving forward, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also pay it forward, right? So you leave me some love on Apple Podcasts. I will give you all a shout out on future episodes as well as the Instagram. So if you haven't followed the Instagram, it's instagram.com slash technically speaking HW. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for the support. Okay, so you're probably like, all right, thanks Harrison for the long spiel. What is, what does season four look like? Well, I've got some amazing guests for you. And the topics are very, very wide ranging, right? We talk about cognitive bias in design. We talk about auditory interfaces and accessibility, how managers manage managers, how moving towards community can really play a really big role on inclusion and mental health. Um, is that it? No, there's, there's way more. Uh, but today during this trailer, you'll have an opportunity to get a sneak peek and the guest list for the next 10 episodes. So let's get started. opportunity to sit down with Dominique Ward, the head of design operations at Atlassian. We talked a little bit about what design operations means, what her journey is to get there, and how she plays a very important role to optimizing and scaling design by systems, practices, and tools 
that drive operational and craft excellence. The chords, I know sure. the theory, and then I can just like, ooh, yeah, I can add my little riff in here. But then when yeah. you start to master that, you then can get together with other people who have mastered their instrument and mastered the, the theory and all those things, and then you can improvise together, you can jam. And then when you get really skilled and you get together with other people, you can make jazz. And so mm. there's so many teams that are trying like to that. like get to making jazz before yeah. they're like they've ever mastered the fundamentals. Another guest on season four is David Dylan Thomas, author of Design for Cognitive Bias and creator of the Cognitive Bias podcast. He is a 20-year practitioner of content strategy and user experience and has consulted major clients in the entertainment, healthcare, publishing, finance, and retail space. We dive a bit into understanding what does success mean when we are thinking about cognitive bias. Here are a few words from him. Yeah, I think it's interdependence, right? I think sure. it's saying, look, I cannot see everything. I have shortcuts and I'm working on the shortcuts. I'm not excused from that. But while I work on those shortcuts or improving some of those harmful shortcuts, I need you because right. you have different shortcuts and you're going to see things I can't see and I'm going to see things you can't see, right? So it's the you know yeah. blind men and the elephant, right? Like you can see that, that, that it's, you know, you, you can tell the part that's the feet i can tell the part that's the trunk you this other guy can tell the part you know we, we can put up we can put a picture together from the pieces that we have from the biases that we have and if we put them together in the right way right we can see the bigger picture we each have a piece of the puzzle you know but uh if we don't get together and communicate and work together we're not going to ever see the bigger picture i got to catch up with an old friend rafe chisholm who I got to meet during a few Bay Area Black Designer functions in Oakland. Shout out to Kat Velos, who's the founder of Bay Area Black Designers, and who you can listen to our episodes on season two. We talked about moving to where you feel at home, which is very timely, given the fact that so many people are moving to locations where there is community. We also have an opportunity to speak about his experience at Twitter and what it means to design in public. Check it out. I think honestly, like that that sort of scenario I was describing around what people prescribe as like the this linear trajectory. Yeah. I found out for me that didn't really make sense. Mm. Like, and just to be like very real, like coming from a market outside the Bay Area, you're going where you're going to get a good offer. <laughs> And yeah. you feel like it makes sense. So you're not going to be parsing like, well, it's not a startup. Sorry, I'm going to have to find mm -hmm. this. Like, no, if this is your first entry, that's yeah. what's going to dictate what you do. And then we had like some some like sort of requirements on top of it. It was like, OK, if we're leaving Atlanta, it has to be a city that feels approximate to Atlanta. And it was like, well, that's Oakland for me. That was like, OK, that's Oakland. Like, that's yeah. the city. So then what places do you work in Oakland? I might work in the city, but. Right. Um, and it just so happened that the one company that I was, I would love to work there, um, just happened to be the people that reached out to me. So it wasn't a, mm. it wasn't a strategic. And I think now the sense of growth wasn't about the company, but it was about what I needed most at that time. What does the future of work look like? How do we inspire creativity? How can we increase our productivity? These are some of the many topics that we talk about with David Huang, Director of Design at Webflow, which focuses on building a no-code future for the web. 
how I'm thinking like work's going to trend in the future. Cause I think a yeah. lot of people are talking about, okay, are we going back fully remote or is yeah. it return to the office? And I think it's going to be a mix of both. And I think what you're going to see is like community co-working spaces perhaps. Yeah. So it's just like a place where, uh, you know, people who may work at different companies or freelancers be able to gather and, have spaces to create it's like it's like the maker spaces that that, that yeah. they used to have but maybe for you know co-working and i could see maybe having shared resources there over the past 18 months we've seen a number of auditory experiences really develop on their own whether it be from clubhouse to podcasts, to VR, but also thinking about how we might access websites. Are they inclusive of everybody? Here's a quick excerpt of the conversation that I had with Preston So, author of Voice Content and Usability. When you move into some of these other realms, like especially spoken content and spatial content, all of those things kind of go out the window, right? You kind of throw yeah. them out and you throw them over the edge of, of the browser uh, viewport, so to speak, because there is no browser viewport. There is no visual underpinnings that you have when you are working with a voice interface like Alexa, which has no ability to color some text blue and put an underline on it, or something yeah. like um, you know, a VR headset like an Oculus, where instead of linking and clicking on a link to go to a different page, you might actually be like moving and, you know, positioning yourself a few feet over. Core elements of the web that we've gotten so used to, like, you know, links and buttons and all of these things are really difficult to move over to a mm. voice setting or to an immersive setting. Creative expression. That is a theme that you will probably hear on multiple episodes. A lot of these folks that are busy on their day-to-day -day jobs still look for the time and space where they can have that balance, where there isn't the pressure to deliver. One of the guests that I have that conversation with is Meili Koo. She is the co-founder of the Makespace Foundation as well as Scribble. She's had a prolific career in the design and technology field. And here are a few words from our conversation on this topic. It was, it's always been really easy for, for me to do something if it's immediately helpful to somebody else, hmm. right? But things like creative expression for the sake of, you know, I feel like this thing deserves to be put in the world as an artistic piece or as a, an experience or as a, you know, those types of things have been just harder. Yeah. Um, and so now what I'm really excited about is finding that again and hmm. enjoying giving myself the time and the space for my own creative expression in a way yeah. that I've never, never done. Um, hmm. is, that's, that's, that's what I'm, I'm, ex I'm very excited about that. And I'm very yeah. excited to write specifically. This is only a sneak peek of the amazing conversations and guests that will be a part of this next season. That includes Asagor, who's the director of design at Google, David Dylan Thomas, the author of Design for Cognitive Bias, David Huang, the director of design at Webflow, Dominique Ward, the head of design operations at Atlassian, Jay Dimitillo, design lead at Grab Singapore, 
Matt Barnes, creative director at AWS, Maurice Cherry, the founder of Revision Path, Rafe Chisholm, senior product designer at Twitter, Meili Koo, co-founder of the Makespace Foundation, and Preston So, author of Voice Content in Usability. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And finally, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Automatic, the folks behind WordPress.com, WooCommerce, Tumblr, and Jetpack. They're constantly striving to design a better web, and we could not be more excited to have them on board as a sponsor for the next two seasons. If you haven't already, be sure to hit the subscribe button. New episode will drop every Tuesday. 